forever. Dog. Learn it, live it, love it, ladies. This week on the podcast, Jawbreaker. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why a pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today on the podcast, we are discussing the movie Jawbreaker with our film correspondent. We didn't even get your credits because we're so used to having you on now. It's Mr. Movie Extraordinaire. <laughs> we'll just ask you to plug stuff at the end of the show. Yeah. Great. They know what I'm doing. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm working on. Come on. You guys are fans. You love him. <laughs> You're all part you've, of the... You've learned it. You've lived it. And you've, you've loved, loved it. it. It's Ladies. Oscar Montoya. <laughs> oh my Oscar gosh. Montoya. Thanks, guys. Oh, this is another treat. Welcome back. I, Welcome back. This is my yeah. second home. I love it. We love having you here. <laughs> oh. You guys, Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker. We literally just finished watching yeah, it. Yeah, we watched it together. As a group, like as a, a family. Group. Like and, a true family. And as I said, I'm not sure if we can ever do that again because it was so hard not was, to just yeah. comment on and, it and throughout. And I was, I was really worried like, like that I would have a reaction. And then I was like, no, but I want my first reaction to be in front of them. Yeah. Yeah, it All was right. tough. I think maybe... So in the future, we just hang out and watch things that we don't have to talk about yes. on mic. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I like this. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So that we don't then have forced <laughs> friendship on a mic. Yeah. We just get to experience friendship. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Friendship is magic. I have trouble like talking to people in regular life, <laughs> yeah. like in regular, like right if there's not second. a mic, like I right have trouble now, talking I'm, to people I'm right having now, having trouble. You know, <laughs> like I was noticing that I'm like, like maybe it's just like I'm an introvert when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm now realizing, like, because I was having to like socialize with people at like a party, and I was like, this really sucks for me. Yeah, and I was like, but I can talk to anybody really easily if there's just a microphone there or you know i don't know or maybe i was just chemically in a weird place maybe i was pmsing i don't know well i think when there's a microphone there you have a subject yeah but i could even just talk to someone about anything on a podcast or like i I, it's maybe it's that the microphone like spikes your energy because it's a performance it's not just a conversation Mm. yeah and it's true and it does give you like there is a reason why this person is here Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if it's just like a wild person in the on the streets, yeah. I'm like, oh, they have to want to talk to me, and that's like daunting. Yeah. Also, like for a podcast, you're bringing people that you enjoy, and also you sort of there's a reason why they're there. Yeah. In yeah. social settings, it's like I don't know these people. I don't anybody. know if I want to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you your know? friend's mom. Your friend's yeah. mom's aunt. Gosh, yeah. You're like, oh, no one wants to talk to your mom's friend's aunt. No uh, Micah and I were playing this game at dinner, which is like my new favorite game. And it's called Polite Conversation. And it's where one person has to purposefully tell the most boring story that they possibly can. Oh and the gosh. other person has to like pretend to be polite and so interested. You just have small talk conversation. He was with telling a me a story about trying to figure out how to get into an Airbnb. And he was like, and so it just turned out that the keys, they were through the gate. So I had to call the person. <laughs> but then I realized my phone was in the car. So I had to go to the car. And, and I was just like, 
and I realize that when I'm being fake, <laughs> I say, oh, that's crazy. A lot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just oh, like, oh, that's, that's crazy. Wild. I that's do that too, nuts. except instead of, oh, that's crazy. I say, oh, that's interesting. I say the, I say the word interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think what I say now. I'll probably be like, oh, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa. Yeah. Totally. No, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. I'll be like, oh, that's so funny. Wow. So now everyone in the whole (laughs) world knows now our trigger words were checked out. I know. (laughs) But I like, I like, oh shit, I'm really boring. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Lindsay and Oscar because they're being fake as fuck. (laughs) I'm hearing their fake words. Like that's, that's nuts, And it's hurtful. (laughs) We all have those, we all have those fake triggers though. Fake trigger words, you know? Yeah. And I think it's in a combination too, right? Of like, oh, that's, that's crazy. Like that, it's your dad. It's oh, responding my dad. to internet yes. videos. When if my dad is forced Wait, to watch an, an internet video, he does not like being forced to watch an internet video, <laughs> especially if they're too long. And he will go, <laughs> "Oh, okay, I see." <laughs> or what, what's the other one he says? Uh, there's another I one forget. between okay and I see. I, I see is the last one. Is it all right? Oh yeah, he's all right. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Okay. okay. I see. see. <laughs> but it's like spaced out over like two minutes. I'm like, I see. And then when he gets to that, I you see. know he wants to like literally turn away and Leave. just mail. Leave. <laughs> he wants to throw your phone across the room. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess, wow, we, we all have them. Yeah. We all have them. Do you guys know your Enneagrams? Enneagram numbers? Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I did. I used to know mine. That's... <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, okay. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Man. That's, oh, that's funny. wild, dude. That's, that's crazy. Funny. That's Just really funny. Just because like that might, you know, for me, knowing my Enneagram sort of opened me up in a really cool way in terms of how I deal socially versus how I am internally, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that idea of like, oh, yeah, I can talk to people in a podcast, but then not so well in mm-hmm. a public setting. I mean, that might have to do with your Enneagram. My Enneagram is, I think, the boss. It used to be. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think mm. it's changed mm. because that was back when I was running the uh, Nerdist uh, right. school when you were podcast network. The boss. When I was the boss. And I have learned that I don't like being in charge of something if I don't have all the resources to be able uh-huh. to do it. Yes. And so like, I'm just like, you know what? That's not for me. Yeah. Talent only. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> moved on from that. No longer a producer. Ooh. Mm. Um, What's your Zodiac sign? Libra, Sagittarius rising. Mm. What's I, yours, Lindsay? Gemini, Scorpio rising. Oh my God. Right? <gasps> do you remember? When Veronica Osorio Osorio said you were a dangerous person. I was a dangerous person. (laughs) She was like, you're two like chatty little twins with like little claws. Little scorpion claws. Wait, did she say that in Sassy uh, Sassy Tara? Oh my. No, 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 she she came on our our show. She came came into our home and told you you were (laughs) dangerous. She came into Arter. No, it was very funny. I loved it. It was really funny. She's like, oh, that means you're a dangerous person. She She was like, She's like, we're all lucky you're not a man. Yeah, oh with her with her charming Colombian accent. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Oh, that means you are a dangerous person. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see. 
Now I'm taking a fast Enneagram test. Get out your phone. Let's all take fast Enneagram tests to see, Ooh, to see what I we are. Gonna, we love personality tests. I will, I'm all about I'm personality tests. I'm going to send tests. you the exact oh, test okay, I'm so taking. My moon, size, my moon sign is Pisces, by the way, in case anyone's curious. Ooh, yes. Mine is Virgo. Yours is Virgo. Ooh. I'm looking at yours right now on CoStar. Oh. Are you, oh, on, are CoStar? you on CoStar? I'm on CoStar. Oh, oh, my God. We're each other on CoStar. Everyone, add us on CoStar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This um, podcast pro- uh, brought to you by I, Coastar. If you are listening, <laughs> we would love Friendship. to be sponsored by you. Um, oh, Lindsay just sent us the quiz. Excellent. Yep. Thank you. Oh, ex- oh, fast, accurate. Exactly. Enneagram test. This is great. Okay. Hi. It, does it get any better? It starts with welcome friend. Oh, Marshall okay. Ann, the captain of the I Enneagram see. adventure you're about to embark on. Okay. Hmm. I don't know how accurate this what? will be because often there are only two options there's only two options <laughs> there are entirely only it's two options because i know my well, enneagram and this was a, i took the long so let's see if this changes oh yeah my, we will measure it by that number is let's see hmm. i'm gonna answer as we go just so yes please. something to listen to <laughs> one people tell me i should be and i'm gonna answer less rigid and self-controlling two i want most to be seen as successful or strong and powerful Mm. Mm. Ooh. Uh, hmm. Successful. I want to be known for being congruent and reasonable or sensitive and unique. How come I have to choose between people knowing me for my knowledge and intellect or my strength and toughness? Because this is how it goes fast. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I don't know if anyone really considers me as any of those things. I work hard to earn the respect and admiration of others. The tr- I want all of these things. You can only pick one. I work hard to earn the respect and admiration of others. I'll do them. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. Two options. <laughs> I did. Thank you. Help me answer these. I tend to be envious of others' successes. Correct. Seeing others succeed makes me happy for them. Mm, envy. I don't hesitate to confront someone when it's necessary or I'm uncomfortable with confrontation. And Nope. Don't hesitate to confront someone. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we were just talking about that. I often feel confident about the best action to take, or I have a hard time making up my mind about what action to take because I see so many options. Second one, I often feel confident about my conclusions, or I frequently doubt my own mind. Doubt. I want to be known as special and unique or hardworking and reliable. Special and unique. Everything must be done the right way. It's okay to cut corners to get... Everything must be done the right way. Really? Oh, cut corners for me. 100% <laughs> yeah. cut corners. Right, right. I'm often uncertain about the right decision to make. I'm okay with feeling painful and difficult emotions. I want to stand out as exceptional among my peers. Also, when you go to this, the questions are different every time. Yeah. Is it? Mine are in a different mm-hmm. order than yours. Yeah. Oh, no way. It's easy to express my anger to others. So you can't cheat off of other people. Maybe. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what is the reasoning there? <laughs> Don't copy off your partner. The key to my success is... My knowledge and analytical powers. I enjoy expressing my positive emotions. Yes. It's easy to get overstimulated by too much excitement or I like to stay busy. No, I get angry when I have plans. It's most important to take care of my relationships. I try to make sure everyone is doing the right thing. I tend to dwell on past hurts. I'm known for my knowledge and intellect. I support others by providing non-judgmental acceptance. It's more important to 
You got to send mm. your email address to get What? Get oh, oh, man. Get things done and look good. No, enjoy myself. It's hard to move out of my comfort zone. I want to be seen. Oh, I want to be seen as successful and high achieving. I often feel the need to immediately take action when I have a great idea. Hmm. No. I want it's interesting to I just finished on me. Yeah, it's it's calculating for one minute. Yeah. <laughs> As is mine. Very faster. Yeah, and there's like a little bar that's honestly I think it's hacking our phone. <laughs> yeah. It's like keep them on the line. Keep them Hold on the line. Hold on a second while we find out all of your information. I mean, based they already, on your they social security number of Yeah. You are a Jester? What's the, the Jester? performer one? What's the performer one? Is you are it? a fucking idiot. <laughs> you are a fool. <laughs> oh my God. 28 seconds left on mine. I can't believe this. Why is it making 13, this 12. <laughs> this is insane. Why is it doing this? I need to know what I am, who I am. I need this computer tell to tell me what I am. What am I doing? Where have I gone wrong? <laughs> Keen listeners will know that Lindsay and I are obsessed with uh, Myers-Briggs. So we love personality. Well, oh, okay. ready what, now. What is your Myers-Briggs? Uh, E-N-F. Oh, damn. J? No, P. Wait, I used I to be a- I think I'm E-N-F-J. I'm- I think I need to retake it. I think you need to I retake it. I think I'm it. still, same with the what color is my aura, which we are doing for our mini-sodes. Yeah, which we Patreon. just did. Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. Where did you find your eye? All the way in the, you have to scroll so all the my way results. The and they try to ask you to donate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, That's no. That's how they get you. Uh, go fuck yourself. Give me things <gasps> for free. Okay. So it doesn't give you one. It just gives, gives you three. three top. Yeah. What? But okay. I feel like the top, the first one is the one that you are. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think I'm a combination of my, you know what though? I think I am a combo of the three oh, that they gave oh. me. Ooh, what are they? <laughs> well, I want to know. Okay. Ready? Uh-huh. Let, let's each do our first ones and then yes. each seconds. Okay. okay. So you go first. What's your first one? My first one is the type nine, which is the peacemaker. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I think my sister's probably that. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I'm INFJ, which is the mediator. Yep. Myers-Briggs. That's exactly so that's, what my sister that is. That is me. I am that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, my, mine is type eight, the challenger. Ah, mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. My very good friend is a type eight. Interesting. Challenger, yeah. Yeah, and I am ENFP now. Mm -hmm. I used to be an ENFJ, and I right. switched. Uh, like, from the beginning of when I started trying to be creative, I was ENFJ, and yeah. now I'm ENFP. Ooh. Yeah. What about you, Lindsay? What's your number one? Individualist. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, type four. Mm -hmm. Individualists have sensitive feelings and are warm and perceptive. I'll just read how to get along with me, what yes. I like about being a four, and what's hard about being a four. Yes. Okay. How to get along with me, give me plenty of compliments. They mean a lot to me. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. This is true. This is true. Oh, yeah. What please, I like about please being say it a and four. Then say, like, is this true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And we'll go around. Okay. Go. What I like about being a four, my ability to find in life and to experience feeling at a deep level. Sure. Uh, what's hard? <laughs> oh. Ask, oh, yeah. Don't touch his blanket. He's, he's like, I will protect <laughs> like, the blanket. At first he liked it, but then he was like, mm, I don't know. Uh, Oscar okay. was helping my dog have a blanket, but then my dog went, don't touch my fucking blanket. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> it's fine. No, thank you. Thank you, Oscar. Edwin. So rude. What's hard about being a four? Experiencing dark moods of emptiness and despair. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> oh, my God. Very accurate. Okay, do your the top ones of each of your how to get along with okay, me, what I to, like about, and what it's hard about. How? Oh, peacemakers are receptive, good-natured, and supportive. They seek union with others and the world around them. How to get along with me. If you want me to do something, how you ask is important. I especially don't like expectations or pressure. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what I like about being a nine, being non-judgmental and accepting. True. True. What's hard about being a nine, being judged and misunderstood, for being placid and or uh, indecisive, a hundred percent. Wow, <laughs> I'm such a nine. It's not the second funny. one I got is nine. What? I, oh, the second one was a nine. Yeah, yeah. but my I third think, one was four. I think I am no longer that person. <gasps> Interesting, because that that's what I was going to say. I killed. I <laughs> number four eight nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I've still been answering for who I was as a teenager and in my 20s. And I think I'm a different person now that I'm in my 30s. Mm -hmm. Interesting. What were your other two? Oh, my other two was a five investigator, which is mm. just seeking knowledge, and a type two, the helper. Mm. Oh. Oh, I just love oh, to help peacemaker out, I helper. Guess. And you yeah. want to like find out information. Yeah, yeah. I'm very curious about the world. Um, and what were your three, Kelly? My first one is the challenger, uh -huh. type eight. So the challengers are direct, self-reliant, self-confident, and protective. Hell yeah. Which uh -huh. is true. Uh, how to get along with me. Stand up for yourself and me. True. Wow. <laughs> I have oh, had yeah. relationships literally like fall apart. Not romantic ones, like friendships, where I like was trying to tell someone like, hey, this really hurt my feelings. Mm. And everyone else that had experienced it and seen it except for one person, no one stood up for me. <gasps> and so I, was, a, I know that. Like and, I was, and I wish I were there. Yes, I was weeping and like <gasps> wanted to leave the situation. Like I wanted to run away and everyone was just staring at the floor and only one other person was like, um, no, it's true. Like I saw this stuff happen. Like you should have, like you shouldn't have acted that way to the other person. And literally everyone else was just like, not saying Ple anything. Pleading the fifth. Mm -hmm. ooh, ooh. And that, I was like, you're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I like about being an eight, being independent and self-reliant. True. Yeah. I really like being self-reliant. What's hard about being an eight? Overwhelming people with my bluntness, scaring them away <laughs> when I don't intend to. Do you feel like that's true? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like, I don't know. I think I'm being like normal. And then I see something and people are like, that was Yikes. whack. <laughs> and I'm like, that was great. Whack. Great. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, that's really funny. And then it's enthusiast, enthusiast and individualist, mm. which I think I'm a mix of challenger and enthusiast. Yeah. Individualist is, in oh, that's your one, right? Lindsay? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think it is. What What are yours, Lindsay? I got individualist, the peacemaker, and the enthusiast. And individualist is definitely your strongest most one. me, but yeah. I would say I'm a combo of the three. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm like. Mm. I have moved past being non-judgmental and accepting. Is my big thing about not being peacemaker anymore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of judgment and me um confronting things yeah i yeah i've really moved to just like saying what i think and what i need and what i want and when i'm upset mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
One of the questions, actually, it was really interesting. I um, was, I rem- like, as I was answering it, I realized, like, oh, God, actually, this is not what I thought it was. So it, the question was, um, I feel okay being, like, thinking of, of sad things or whatever. And yeah. then it was, like, I prefer to stay upbeat. And I never thought of myself as, like, a la-la-la-la-la person. But, like, literally in therapy, I was... Like I felt myself start to cry and I was like, I can't and refused to like feel it to feel it. And I was just like, tamp it. What? And I tamped it. Yeah. How and do you do that? I just do it. I just Tell me. Do it. It just, <laughs> I just was like, stop, 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 stop. And then it stopped. And I was like, okay, you fucking dumbass. Like, yeah, you do. Not in therapy. I know. I know. Really bad. But I was like, well, I was thinking a lot of things. Okay. I was like, I, if I cry a lot. <laughs> My face is gonna be really puffy, and I'm gonna be on camera in the like the next day. So I don't want to like your face look. will calm by the next so, day, won't it? I the last time I cried really really hard, and it was the hardest I ever cried was that time. Oh, um, those people all uh-huh. uh huh didn't do that. Yeah, and I cried like I like the despair that I felt. Like I felt so alone and so bad. And I cried so hard that the next day my eyes were like swollen shut. So I was like afraid that if I started, it would like. You should get a new therapy time. Yeah. No, I got to do it like on a Friday night. Yeah. Mm. Where Saturday, (laughs) Sunday cleared. Got to get your weekend crying. I know. I know. I know. Need to boohoo it up. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I, that, that was a little moment of growth from where I was like, shit, I am a fucking afraid of. Yeah. Feeling my feelings. But anyway, so we covered Jawbreaker. <laughs> real quick. Oh, real quick. Yeah. Just because we didn't ask Oscar, what yeah. are your uh, sun and rising signs? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm um, I'm a... It's very funny that you say that because as of last week, I realized that my charts were wrong. <gasps> Shock. So I went back yes. and found my birth certificate. Yes. And I thought I was born at 1 a.m. when in fact I was born at 10 a.m. <gasps> So you know that Difference. changes your rising. Yes. So um, I'm a I'm an Aries sun and an Aries moon oh. and a Gemini rising. Oh my uh, welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. What are what's the trademark of an Aries? Aries are the babies of the zodiac sign, so they're sort of immature. Mm. But they're leaders, they're fire signs, so they're like fairly aggressive, very confident, very charismatic. Mm-hmm. The negative aspects of an Aries is that they're they're the sort of ADHD of the zodiac signs. They are very creative, so they'll start a lot of projects, but will never finish a mm-hmm. single one. And um, they're always constantly trying to, they get bored very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's hard to sort of maintain a friendship with an Aries mm. or even relationships with Aries because mm. we get bored very like super. But you present like, just like, as I'm Gemini. Done. What happened? But you present as Gemini. But I represent as Gemini, which is sort of like of two minds, of both minds at once, of like schizophrenic sort of energy, just mm. like all over the place. Um, yeah. So I'm fun to be around. <laughs> do you, aren't we all? Are, do you find that you haven't, do you, like, do you have like groups of friends from high school that you still keep in touch with? Nope. Me neither. Me neither. That's Us, big like, we Aries don't. energy. Interesting. I, I, like when people are like, oh, I have like my I high school it. friends. I have my college friends. I have my now friends. I'm like, how do you have like 100,000 friends? Don't get it. Don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm also really bad. I think you guys know this, but I'm really bad at sort of like keeping up. 
No, I am sort too. Of I will fall off being the like, face oh of yeah, the we earth. should chat, and I will straight up be so distracted by literally everything mm. that I have a hard time just like checking in on friends or whatever. And also because I am a type nine peacemaker, I allow people to sort of. This is going to sound really weird, but like I have, I allow people to sort of control their friendships with me. So I'm very accustomed to people being like, you're hanging out with me on Wednesday night. And I, I'll say, okay. Yeah. But I'm never like, hey, Lindsay, Kelly, we should hang out. Yeah. Like, I'm never like that because I'm so I used to people similar. telling me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I, weird. No, I, I'm the same. I like let friendships fade away. If the other person doesn't reach out, yeah. yes. then I'm me like, too. and it's, it's, it's not like I'm like, oh, I don't like you. or I don't think you're worth it. Right. I'm like my... I, my brain is like a hummingbird heart. It's like, mm -hmm. duh, 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 and I'm like, oh, I, I'm doing this thing and I'm like doing this thing. And, and then I just, it doesn't, I don't think of it. Yeah. It never comes into my mind. Yeah. For me, it's like, and I have been making an effort to be like, oh, I haven't seen, I have like a handful of people where it's like, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's get lunch or dinner or something. But if I have like a free night randomly or if Mike goes out of town, I'm like, yes, now I can just stay at home with myself. <laughs> I don't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> I do love staying at home by myself, though. I do really oh, love staying yeah, at home by myself. Because so then I can watch exactly what I want to watch. Yeah. I can like just do whatever the fuck I want to do. I don't have to talk to anybody. I, just, I have. I really treasure not having to talk to people now. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Are you guys introverts or extroverts? I'm an E, but I'm pretty like... Okay, on the cusp. On the of. cusp. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I was it's reading... Weird, because I do... I like get like sustenance and energy from being with people mm. but i default to introvert yeah too. interesting I, yeah sorry what were you saying no i i i i also like i get energy from like if i'm alone all day like mm -hmm. if i have just at my house i'll go crazy i do go pretty nuts so it helps for me to like get lunch with people and so i'll like you know, I'll be like, oh, like I'll reach out to someone and then afterwards it will feel better. But it's a challenge for me to think to reach out to someone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I despise having plans. I really <laughs> hate making. I really hate making plans. I and hate plans. I was actually. Wait, um, why is that? Well, so I was. I'm not sure what it is. For me, the second a plan is made, I dread it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I love spur of the moment stuff. Yes. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go to a movie. Do you want to come? Great. I will be there. Hey, I'm going to lunch. Do you want to come? Great. If someone's like, hey, two Tuesdays from now, do you want to like <laughs> yes. go to dinner and a movie? I'm like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> like, I hate that. But I, I was and then I'll dread it for like two weeks of like, oh, I have to do this thing. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to like, if it's like, hey, tonight or tomorrow, do you want to get? And I'm like, fun. Yeah, yeah that's fun. And that's then fun. if it's like, I, I'm something I'm like, mindful of for like two weeks i'm dreading that's all you think about it. yeah dread it i'm the same way i was someone tweeted about this uh there's no reasoning why it's so we're not going to learn anything but amy vorpal who was on um uh public domain yeah uh was saying that she gets dysphoria from like making any kind of social plans and especially if it's like long threads of people trying to find like availabilities. Because oh. it does, it feels very like full of doom and just like, well, is this even going to happen? Yeah. So like much work. But, and then I'll have to cancel because yes. like work or podcast yeah. or something yeah. will come up and then it'll be so hard to get it back on track. Yeah, but it's not like that for work or gigs, which yes. is totally for me too. Mm. Like I will talk. 
for days and days and days about trying to nail down. Like we do this all the time for our yeah. show because we move around our show all the time. I don't feel any dread with that because I'm just like, schedules are crazy. We all have busy lives. Yeah. Trying to do work. Yeah. I'm like, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll yeah. be fine. And yeah. then if it's like people, I'm like, I don't know, this man. This is necessary. But for social things, it's like, does a friendship have to be this difficult to sort of Yeah. And it feels kind of feels kind of bad too. Yeah. Cause you're like, oh, well, like, then is this even worth it? Like mm -hmm. it's taking so long yeah. and like why are we having to work so hard to hang out? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get four people in a room, <sighs> nightmare. Yeah. But the three of us have struggled with that. Because we we're have, like, we should struggled. see a movie. I mean, and then <laughs> when did we make it happen? Tonight for this. the podcast. <laughs> but that being said, nightmare. We have I was looking even, forward to this. Yeah. We also haven't even gotten to the thread part. It's like yeah. we're like we're like at the end For we're like sure. we shouldn't well, totally like, hang on, we shouldn't totally. I know. And then and it then just dissipates. I know. Yeah. But we we now discovered we are similar in that aspect. Yes. <laughs> that it'll just be left to yeah. to go. I will try though because I enjoy it. I do too. It's more I wish that I it's it's, it's such a like I what's the word? Catch 22, I mm. guess or Double-edged sword or no, not two sides of the same coin. Not that. Not uh, that. I'll just say it and then we'll know what it is. Aurora Borealis. Um, <laughs> yes. It's, 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 a it real, Aurora. it's a real, it's a real northern light of a situation <laughs> where it's like, I, the reason it's so hard and I start to go, uh, is because I don't hang out with people consistently. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't feel as easy to just get together. So yeah. it's like, I have lunch with somebody every couple of months. Yeah. And I really like those people. Yeah. But it's just not an easy, like, dynamic to fall back into. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And also to add on to what you were saying, when things are planned and put a lot of importance, it becomes an event with a yes. capital E. Mm -hmm. And that's very stressful, right? Whereas a spontaneous hang is just that, a hang, right? And yeah. I love uh, what I love to do and having done to me is... <laughs> I'm going to a movie and I'm going to go regardless if people come. Mm. But like, if you want to come join me at wherever. Love that. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Because then they're going to go anyway. Who yep. cares? And if not, oh, well. Or I'm going to grab uh, some tacos at wherever. Uh, it, anyone's free to, like, you know, you're yeah. free to join. Cool. Oh, dream. Yep. Dream of dreams. That is a really good strategy. So I've like been doing that people. a little bit, which yeah. is good. Because then I either have a lovely uh, dinner or event by myself. Mm -hmm. It's at low Lowercase e. Yeah. Or I'm like with a couple friends. Which is great. I need to start doing that myself because when it is done to me, I'm like, that's in an hour. You expect me to be able to just be there? I have plans all the time. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. And like one of my very favorite people on the planet will do that. And I'm like, I can't, that's like, I'm not even awake yet, yeah. really. <laughs> but like, she is my, one of my favorite people. Yeah. And I still can't like get my ass out of bed to be there because I'm like, I'm so tired mm -hmm. from yeah. scheduling all this nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So I need to start being the one who's like, I'm going to do something yeah. and just invite people yeah. along instead of like, make this big old. Cause then you can take as long as you need to get ready. Effort. Yeah. It's true. Because what is a friend really when you're in high school? Even? Oh my gosh. Excellent. Way to bring Very it back, good. Lindsay. Very good. You, you know what? I so, can tell you're a seasoned podcaster. Yeah. Jawbreaker, you guys. Jawbreaker. Oh my gosh, Jawbreaker. Have you guys, you guys have seen Jawbreaker before. So yes? I've only Once. seen parts of it. Very drunk. 
So I don't <laughs> oh, yeah. remember. Do you remember what you were doing before you watched the movie? Honestly, I was, I was, since we scheduled this, I was like, what the fuck was I doing? I think I was at like a house party. And I want to say this was probably during my San Diego times, which means I was going to school at San Diego State. I was mostly blacked out all of college the first two years. <laughs> what years were this? Uh, this would have been uh, 06 to 08. Eight. I don't know why I asked that when I know how much younger you are than me. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe I was in there. San Diego. <laughs> yeah, because no. San Diego, I was either going to go to UCI or SDSU. Oh, oh wow. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aztecs. Aztecs. It, yeah. I, so I don't, I think I was at a house part. Like, that whole time, it's like, it's all a blur. Various, like, like, um, it's a party school. Yeah. Various house parties of like, Big houses where like tons of college kids lived at with like dark green carpeting so that you <laughs> couldn't tell what was going on mm. <laughs> like that. Mm -hmm. Various. I don't know. So I what think I was at one of those. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> um, and then when did you see it, Lindsay? Sometime after it came out. I know it mm -hmm. wasn't in theaters. Okay. It was on a VHS. Okay. When did you with see friends? it? With friends. So I like around the time it was out i think a little bit after i think i saw it on like hbo or showtime or something just like just super randomly but i was so obsessed with yeah it. It see like i think i had a shitty attitude i think i was being like heather's is better as mm. though a i needed to choose and b that i thought that was like the cooler yeah yeah thing to think Yes. Whereas what obviously the correct thing to do was to be obsessed with it. Because <laughs> it's so good. Well, here's so here's good. what I'll say about Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker is a very specific tone that is not everyone's cup of tea. No. Yeah. Sure. Because it is not like, I would say something like The Craft or yeah. like Mean Girls that is sort of a little bit more like palatable. Yes. Like mm -hmm. Jawbreaker is a dark, it's emphasis abrasive. on dark comedy, right? Yeah. And it is... Also weirdly performative, just a little like twisted, you know? It's yeah. heightened. It's high, it's a bit it's extremely yeah. heightened. Also, like everything from like even the editing is stylized. The directional choice. I mean, what oh, choices? Super huh? choice stylized. Capital C choices. <laughs> yeah, capital C choices for like, sure. Like very obvious. Capital C, capital H <laughs> yeah. choices. Yeah. But nothing else. Choices. Yeah. Oices. Capital C, capital H oices. Choices. <laughs> that sounds like an oyster bar. Welcome to Choices. We've got four oysters for me to choose from. Smoogie Bay. You, you have three seconds to choose. <laughs> okay, ready? Smoogie Bay, guitar tunnel, um, plant powder, and log cabin. I'm going to have to say Smoothie Bay. <laughs> you got it, girlfriend. Oh, oh but there's always smoothie. a right answer. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> because if you chose Log Cabin, no. <laughs> you are not allowed in. Choices. Choices. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a really skanky oyster bar. <laughs> uh, uh, um, but yeah, it is So very, this movie, yeah, it's got wipes. It's got well, like sound effects. I mean, it's got weird sound effects. Yeah. yeah like, it's sort of like... It reminds me in a way of Clueless in terms of like color palette, mm -hmm, right? Yes. It's like shot very like bright. Everything is bright. Yeah, it's Clueless I mean, by way of Heathers. Yes, thank you. That's yeah. it. That's it. It's a little bit less 
like pastel hued than Clueless. Mm-hmm. It's like slightly neon, Jewels. like like yes. the Clarendon, the Clarendon jewel filter on Instagram. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. Yeah. And again, like I mean, I, I, this the the fashions of this. Movie, My God. It, it's very Barbie. It's very Barbie. It is. It's insanely Barbie. And every character had their own. The cost, The costume designer for this was very good. Because each character had their own flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so Rose McGowan plays Courtney Shane? Courtney Shane, yes. Courtney Shane. Beautiful And she Courtney is Shane. very, like, retro- Mm-hmm. Wearing yes. the capri pants and the cardigans and Course, the corsets, she's slightly pinupy and the very like yes, yeah, a, a nod to pinup, yeah, not mm-hmm. very not pin-up-y. like full on pinup, but yeah, a little, um, because she's the dangerous bombshell, yeah, uh, the head, r- the head, mm-hmm. yeah, she's well, the head scary. Oh, after, I guess we should get plot killing. You know, mm-hmm. she becomes a head head honcho. There. Yeah, so I guess real quick. All right, there are four friends. One of them is Rose McGowan. Courtney Shane. One of them is Ju- Miss Julie Benz mm-hmm. of Angel slash Buffy fame. Goes by Foxy. Who goes by Foxy? Marcy Fox. Fox. Um, we. I'm so got impressed re- that you know these people's names. Well, we did just watch it, and that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I only know for me usually because like remember. her necklace says Foxy, but that's the only thing. But I knew. the way that. Courtney keeps saying Marcy. That's right. Got right. burned into my brain. Uh, yeah. Marcy. There Marcy? is something really interesting too about her nickname being Foxy and then Courtney refusing yes. to say that. Yes. Never. What a power move. Yes. It's <gasps> good. Um, and then Rebecca Gayhart playing Julie, Julie who is like the nice one. But then yeah. wasn't the nice one before? The nice one, the really nice one. Well, the like nice, but also the most like the prettiest yes. the nicest richest most yes. beautiful the, yeah she was like the magical it girl yeah was liz purr liz purr who Elizabeth unfortunately purr. we don't know the actress the who plays her because she isn't meow. actually in the movie <laughs> and so yeah. she wasn't we need, to talk, we need to talk about the coding wow. on yeah. Fern. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's just look it up real quick liz purr Played by Charlotte Ayana. Mm. Um, she looks a little bit like Casey oh, Wilson. Puerto Rican. Oh. Mm. The things she is most known for is Training Day. Mm. <laughs> uh, Love the Hard Way, starring Adrian Brody. Oh, Kate okay. and Leopold. Okay. And Carrie 2, The Rage. There was a lot oh. of actors from the original Carrie and from Carrie 2 and from Buffy. Yes. As well. In this. In mm-hmm. this movie. It's yes. it's 1999, baby. I mean, wow. It's the time. And they're I mean, partying yeah, as though it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing this actress was in was in 2013. And she was in, like, kind of a lot of crap. Mm. Mm. Well, works work. Very pretty. Works work. Pretty works, lady. Work. Works work. Any work is good work. Yeah, mm-hmm. any work is good work. There are no small roles. Yeah. <laughs> only small budgets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only small yeah. budgets. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Liz Purr is the one. So the other three go to Liz Purr's house on the morning of her birthday. Kidnap 17th her. 17th birthday. 17th birthday. Kidnap her in the most violent way possible. Yes. Yeah. They show up as like a fun prank. They just like kidnap each other on their birthdays. 
And as you told us... Yes. So Darren Stein, the writer of Jawbreaker, he... the. Movie was based off of something that his that some girl in his high school, all this like clique of girls did in high school, which is they would kidnap each other on their birthdays and throw a surprise birthday party for each other. And so that was the catalyst of this movie, Jawbreaker. Which is perfect. Which is insane to think about that that is something that people did. That's crazy. And I, think I didn't have friends that, that were that committed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I wish that my friends had cared about me enough to kidnap yeah, to me, kidnap to accidentally you. kill me. And they didn't. So they upsetting. are like dressed up in like, I'm going to like kidnap you clothes. Yes. And they're wearing masks and the whole. Oh, they're wearing like no. Barbie masks. Yeah. Like scary like masks. See-through yeah. Barbie masks. And then they tie up her wrist. Uh, Rose McGowan like stuffs a big ass jawbreaker in her mouth, like the big ones tapes over her mouth and they stuff her in the trunk. Yeah. And then when they get to the diner for her like birthday breakfast, they open the trunk and the jawbreaker has gotten lodged down her throat and is very visible because it's a huge jawbreaker and she's dead. Yeah. And then Miss Courtney Shane, she thinks on her feet and she's like, right away. Okay, we're just going to keep her in the trunk, pretend to be her mom, call in sick, go to school, ask for her homework, take it home, put her in bed, act like she just died. I mean, how way. does one think that fast? She is. She's a little psychopath. She's a little psychopath. She, is, she really is a psychopath. I mean, in a tour de force performance by Rose McGowan. Really, I really say. good. So, like, this is the role she was born yeah, to play. Here's the thing. It's not a good acting performance. No, it's not. But it is yes, at the same yeah, time. I know. It's so no, weird. It's really weird. It's so because, weird. Because it's so heightened it, yeah it's very the world heightened. is so heightened she just, just the way that she tackles everything from like the long monologues to just the little flip comments yeah. is so and just her little like there's a part at the end where she's like walking and this extra walks in front of her and oh she God. like does this kind of like uh like thing about this extra walking in front of her and i can't you can't tell if that's Rose McGowan or the character I mean, kind of being like, who the fuck is walking in yeah. front of me? I, I really think it's Rose. I think it's Rose. I think, I think Rose, Rose McGowan is Courtney I think Shane. she yeah. remained in that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when an extra just like was directed, I'm sure, yeah, I'm to sure walk across to be to an extra so that it looks like it's a real prom. Yeah. She stayed in character and added a bit of flair by looking after the extra as though he had like risked his own life by yes. doing so <laughs> yes like okay wow you're just gonna walk, walk in, in front, front of, of me it. right now it's <laughs> okay it's a small moment but it a is. telling moment very good. good um very good. i'm gonna play the bit where she decides how to handle so this is in homec <laughs> julie oh, ben <yeah>. okay <laughs> i <laughs> forgot about that girl yeah which we also have to talk about that girl <laughs> yes Jawbreaker stuck in her throat. We can get it out. I've got eyelash curlers. It's perfect. She was up late watching TV, sucking on a jawbreaker. Maybe she was practicing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and swallowed. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Rape. They'll check to see if she was raped, right? Oh my god. Maybe. Liz had a friend over. You know, mommy and daddy's last night away. Maybe he's from school, maybe not, but definitely into kink. He got a little rough. 
went a little too far. You know, there's a fine line between pleasure and pain. She screamed for help, but nobody could hear her. Her screams were muffled by the huge candy ball. She tried, but there was nothing. Only sugary, sweet death. <laughs> oh, my God. That, like, totally gave me the chills. Nobody's gonna believe that. There is no proof. They'll believe it because it's their worst nightmare. Elizabeth Purr, the very picture of teenage perfection obliterated by perversion. You are sick, Courtney. Shit. I was supposed to pick up Liz's homework. What if Miss Sherwood took it? We kill her. <gasps> Did you see her face? Wow. <laughs> it's perfect. Wow. She's, I mean, so Rose McGowan, problematic, correct? Turf? Oh, she's turfy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Turfy, turfy. Um, spoke out about some very hard things. God yeah. bless her for that, but she is sure. turfy. She should have been in more things. She yeah. should it have, yeah. crime. She's so good in this, Same. and her delivery is so bizarre. I also, it's like you guys said, it looked like she was it, reading her. So for the, if you are, you need to first watch this. Everyone needs to watch this movie. You absolutely must watch. If you don't, don't you need to know that she is looking like <laughs> to the right of camera off, off <laughs> at none of her castmates. It's yes. <laughs> Fluttering her eyes while she speaks as if trying to hide the fact that she is reading. Mm. It seems as if she's reading off of cue cards. And I will say, so hearing this scene without seeing it is very different because it sounds much more expressive because seeing it with yes. her dead eyed performance. And I mean yeah. that in the nicest way. It's a good way. Yes. Because the character is dead inside. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, the, the character is clearly a sociopath. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. She, she feels nothing. She feels nothing. Yes. But like, yeah, she didn't try to kill her. She didn't no. want to kill her. She didn't mean to kill her. No. She didn't care but, that she did. It, she's dead so yeah. like what do people want from her yeah yeah she just why figured. should she go to jail when she didn't mean to <laughs> like when they open the trunk she goes i just thought it would be funny yeah 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 it's so it's just brilliant it's really fun it's just written really fun too like i'm not gonna i'm not saying that the jawbreaker is like a piece de resistance in terms of writing i mean but it is punchy there's tons of jokes in there yeah and it's it's Here's what I'll say about Jawbreaker. The reason why I love Jawbreaker so much is because it weirdly reminds me of an updated John Waters movie. Yeah. In every way. And John Waters is yeah, my yeah. hero. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And to me, Rose McGowan is sort of like a weird take on Divine. Mm -hmm. Like to me, even the way that it's like if you take Divine and you shrunk her and then you made her less like extreme you guess you, you would get rose McGowan. yeah and to me i love that it's and like divine is the the drag take yeah. on rose McGowan. Yeah. yeah like she's the inspiration for divine and almost. even the way that it's written feels to me like very john watersy too like the performance feels very john waters it's so kitschy it's so kitschy it's very it's, campy it's, yeah yeah and I live in that universe. Like I love that's that. my. It's just. It speaks to me in a well, in like a way that is. I amazing. was saying when we were watching it, it's bizarre to watch this and think of Mean Girls, mm. and suddenly it's like they're the same movie yeah. in ways, but like no murder. It's all about. It's as if she Tina Fey took Jawbreaker and made it all about them 
turning fern into violet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and in Mean Girls, when you watch it, it feels like so biting. Yes. And then you watch this and it's and like, like, oh, not oh, at all. Oh, damn. Yeah, you watch Mean Girls and you're like, oh my God, this is so insane. But then when you watch Jawbreaker, you're like, oh, this, this is insane. Yeah. And it speaks to a difference in era and culture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where the satire of the time was this, where it's like teenage, popular teenage girls are literally murderers. Yes. Yeah. And same with Heather's, whereas now it's like popular teenage girls have emotional problems that they need to deal yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a little tamer. Yeah. Because I think also from the perspective of someone like Darren Stein, who I'm sure was bullied or marginalized or like not part of the crowd. Click. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't part of that jawbreaker click. He like he looks at those people and they're like, these people are cruel to me to the point of sociopathic you know what i mean of just like oh these people are like sort of i they're on the same level as serial killers to me because of course high school is just like everything yeah do you know what i mean we've been we've been there we know yeah you don't know there's a world outside of it exactly do not you cannot comprehend and then you suffer the consequences for the rest of your life yeah (laughs) yeah also like all of the neuroses the the scene where that felt very what I feel like Darren Stein's view of high school was mm-hmm. where, so the girls take Fern in, who's this like nerdy geeky girl who's like in the botany club who takes the homework to, um, uh, Her. to Purr's house overhears. And then in order to keep her quiet, the girls, you'll now become the new Liz. Yes. You're the new Liz. They change her name to Violet. There's a part where, uh, Violet and that's gets a little Julie pieces out. Yeah. And that's where Julie's like, this is crazy. I got to go. And they're like, we're going to destroy I'm too boring. You. I need yeah. to leave. She's like, I have to go like be with the theater guy. I have oh, to go yeah. be oh, with Ethan oh, Hawke. Like, yeah. yeah. Hi. There was a whole like romantic subplot here. Which was here so that was boring. Like, Which what the no hell? one cares about. So boring. What? Not even this the characters is in it. not at all Winona Ryder and Christian. No, 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 no. This is boring. <laughs> very boring. Very boring. But so then there's the scene where, so, uh, uh, Violet gets a little bit too big for her britches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is Rose's name again? Courtney. Courtney doesn't like that. No. So she puts up all these posters yeah. of what she used to look like when she was Fern. Says, who is Violet? Who is Violet? Violet? And that's when we find out that Violet was spelled V Y L E. I was going to say, like, T E. What? Violet. This is to me. Because she's named after the flower, Violet. I mean, Rose had a huge. Rose had a meta mm-hmm. monologue about flower. It's also a names. fantastic scene. Which is so good. It's the on Wednesdays we wear pink. Yes, it, where she says we don't job at school. Oh my God, that whole monologue was... <laughs> Sorry, my phone started playing the movie again. <laughs> but yeah, like, so, <laughs> so you continue. see... So you see, like, kind of the... How Darren Stein feels about high school in that moment when all the teens are like tearing down the mm-hmm. signs. They're like yelling at her. They're throwing the signs on her and everyone is just like reduced to pure like animalistic yes. chaos. Um, Which is like, that's what high school is. I mean, I don't know if you experienced that in in high school. I mean, I didn't. So I went I to a weird high school. But like, that's that's the epitome of high school. It's like a jungle out there, you know? Like nothing that extreme is. at my school. But like, I do remember 
you know, like gossip spread like wildfire. And once someone like did something or, you know, the whole school would know about it and people would be whispering and like that kind of stuff sucked Mm -hmm. for sure. At my school, it was a large school and the groups were so varied. There wasn't really a popular crowd. It'd be like, I'm sure it was like kids that maybe wanted to, there were groups. There was like smart international baccalaureate kids, me and my friends, druggy people. There were just so Mm. many groups. So I only even knew like four groups and that was just in my little circle. There were too many people for there to be like Mm. one popular clique. And so those kind of social politics just didn't exist. And so I think of it as an older era. It's like we've talked about how the people writing movies are always writing what their experience was like 20 years earlier. Yeah. Right. We definitely had cool kids, but it wasn't one group. Because mm-hmm. like you, I went to a large school. Yeah. So it was like, like there, there were, were like the five cool groups people. that were cool. Yeah. yeah. There were cool people you wanted to be friends with, but there wasn't like one group of people and they didn't like make everybody's life miserable. Right. There were just mm-hmm. too many people. Yeah. Same. But there were definitely, there was definitely an in crowd. Mm-hmm. And those people went to parties. Kind of, they knew about the parties. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I, know. Like, I was like, I don't. No one parties in high I school. Weird. I was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, I had huh, not heard about strange. one party. <laughs> like the closest to a party I got was like a group hangout <laughs> at my friend's house. Actually, I went to one high school party. Was it wild? I was. I I didn't like it because there were like, I was kind of sheltered, you know, and mm. I was like. Uh, I was I had gone to a dance with a guy that I knew from ASB and so he was kind of more popular than me mm. and so he he knew about the party and then there were people like doing blow in the bathroom and I just oh like gosh. felt like weird because I was really sheltered and I was like yeah. I don't feel comfortable I want to yeah. go home yeah. so I made something up I was just like I just have to be home because I have to work tomorrow and, yeah. and then I just left because also I was like I don't really want to hook up with this guy and like I don't uh, it was weird yeah yeah like I felt like a fern, but I know that I wasn't perceived as a fern yeah. mm-hmm. entirely. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt I invisible, but nobody bullied me, right. which I've talked about before. I just felt like nobody yeah. noticed me yeah, or not even noticed, but like nobody thought about me. Yeah. Can we talk about fern's yes. transformation to violet? Please. Yes. And what that makeover. So like what was the actual makeover? What what did they do to turn fern into violet? Cut her hair. Yeah, they gave her her Jenna Elfman haircut in Dharma and Gray. Uh, Also, guys, the makeover scene is amazing. Bizarre. I loved it. It's overlaid with like a steampunk, (laughs) like mortuary scene of them doing the same kind of stuff to the corpse. Yeah. So it's like this man and woman stylist in like a fucking like. Black Lodge Room yes. are not real characters. We've never no, seen them. And we'll never see them again. This the whole scene of yeah. Violet or of Fern becoming Violet is not real. It's no. not real, and it's, it's like a fantasy sequence. because otherwise we are then to believe that that is also how they do things to corpses, which is like a man in like a top hat. 
that the stylist, they're stylists by day, yeah. morticians, morticians by night. Morticians by night. And they're like rolling you on like Double duty. a yeah. weird like Rube Goldberg like machine it's to go into. So it's so bizarre. It's beautiful. It's, it's so very beautiful. Bonkers. It's like all of a sudden we truly step fully into that John Waters movie. Yes. yes. Or Tim Burton movie. Reality it's very like insanity. Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Yeah. Um. And there's like more moments of that in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I think is really cool. Yeah. So we've got this like crazy Alice in Wonderland stylist duo of the guy, of the mortician guy in the top yeah. hat. And they're and doing the like woman. spoken word. Yeah. Yeah. During. It's like poetry. Yeah. yeah. And Rosa McGowan is dressed like an Alice in Wonderland yeah. character yes. where all of a sudden she's like the Red Queen or yeah. something. Yes. She's like wearing gown and her yeah. hair is all crazy there are all these shapes it really is all alice in wonderland by way of 1999 yeah. yes it's nuts and amazing yeah. so i've never amazing. seen a makeover scene like it me neither there, certainly I, not for yeah. a teen movie no no so they cut her hair they dye it give her jenna elfman they put her in like a lot of pinks a yes. lot of yes they put Mm -hmm. I, the thing that I noticed It's like primarily pink Yeah Yeah Is that each character Has their own color Yes Because um, Except for Courtney Courtney's wearing Courtney's a lot purple. of red Courtney's all over red the place and, oh, red, and purple, purple. Red, red and purple Red Passion colors Oh yes. it's all red and purple Yeah You're Right It's never anything and, else uh, And Jenna Elfman is wearing Pink Pink and reds And then Julie Benz is like It's like yellow orange and green And blue green and orange. Yeah yeah Oh no Julie's blue Julie's blue Julie's blue Yeah, yeah. But they're all vibrant, like really oversaturated yes. colors. I mean, these outfits that this they whole wore. movie is really I'm oversaturated. Yes, play that because her words during that scene, even even though you can't see it, are insane. It's so weird. So I know weird. you. I know all about you. You're the one in the corner at the dances that the geeks won't dance with because they're at home, fucking old pervs in cyberspace, thinking they're doing some hot babe. There's nothing to hide, Vern. You're nothing. We're everything. You're the shadow. We're the sun. But I'm here to offer you something you never dared dream of. Something that you were never meant to be, but will be. Because today, Fern, my dear, fate has decided that you are cool. We're going to make you one of us. Beautiful, popular, loved, feared. All that you've ever dreamed of. If, and only if, you never, ever tell anyone what you heard. Think of it. This is sick, Courtney. You don't own someone by making them beautiful. You can't hide the truth with a makeover. Liz is gone, Fern. Take her place. You know you want it. Think about it. Shall see the beauty we from sheer misery. 
It's literally a poem. Yeah. It's From sheer nuts. misery. It's nuts. So weird. It's very weird, but it's so cool. I also could watch this movie all over again. I could write this over and over and over again. Rose McGowan is a fucking, like, you can't take her eyes off off of her. She is And the unfortunate thing, too, is, like, this movie is one of the, like, least popular of the genre. Yes. Yes. It is, like, a weird deep cut. It's it's the movie that not a lot of people know about. Or it's a movie that's, like, oh, people... Please give this a chance. I mean, if you haven't watched it already, yeah. what are you doing, guys? What are you doing? What I are you would doing? be very surprised if our audience hasn't oh, watched it, though. So I think people good. are pretty hyped about it. Yeah. I, another thing, too, is that about Rose McGowan's performance is that you can, which for some reason I like in this movie, yeah. is that you can hear her trying to remember her lines. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> No, she is so unreal. Yes. There is no, there's nothing behind her voice. There's nothing. Nothing. It's, nothing. And it's it very plasticine. She's very plasticine. It's art, though. Yeah. Yes. The lack of, of actual, it's so bizarre because she's like somehow simultaneously the most committed and least committed it's, in the entire movie. It's, uh, it's odd, actually. I can't even put my finger it's on it. It's bizarre. She to have, sounds fake as fuck. Yeah. To have she's a, doing no, the she most. totally to fake. To have a empty, truly empty performance with so much happening happening is how I don't do know, you do that i don't know how she captured it i don't know i how, don't understand I, yeah. the, the i don't is, know if it was accidental or she's just a genius have, but it's i need incredible. to start watching charmed or something oh yeah. you know what i remember there being a scene in charm because i watched charmed mm-hmm. both before both shannon dirty and her mm-hmm. i remember she really really grew on me in charm mm. and there was a scene where she made me cry but i also was like you know a teenager, so uh-huh. who knows? Um, we could ask. We could ask my mother about it. Mother's been rewatching Charmed. Oh, she doesn't watch the new one because she doesn't like that they're not sisters. Oh, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I just wish that they were sisters. I'm like, okay. I've never seen even a scene from Charmed. Me somehow. neither. That just missed um, my radar. I think it started right around the time I went to college. Yeah, and just all same. shows that came out while I was it in college. Hugely a Buffy ripoff. Yes. Like pretty crazy how much the like Balthazar, I forgot which person he gets with. I think Prue. There's like a demon guy that's in love Mm. with her. And like, it's kind of like, it's such a ripoff of Buffy and Angel. Cause like there's where he turns evil and like, and like, was he evil all along? And like all this Mm. stuff where it's kind of, it's very similar. But you know what? It is really like it's like nonsense, nothing TV, oh, yeah. and it Fun. does make like it, your blood pressure will go down so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they live in a cute Victorian house in San Francisco, so yes. that's yeah. very cute. I I would watch Rose McGowan do this character in everything. Oh, yeah, that would be so awesome. It's it's spellbinding. But I mean, ah. I. It's, I truly <laughs> I just want to watch this movie again right now. I really and I would. Rarely I really feel this would. way. I don't like watching movies more than once, mm-hmm. but this one, I'm immediately like, yes, another, yes, again? Yes. Another one, please? Purely because of her. Yes. Like, sorry, Rebecca, but that character is. Oh, Rebecca Gayhart. Julie oh, Bell, as I said, should never be cast as the dumb 
as the dit. You guys were saying that, yeah. She's too obviously with it. Yes. Yeah. There was one moment in which you clocked that. Yeah. yeah where she said, it's natural or something like that. Like, so natural. Yeah. Very natural. Very natural. And it, she seems to she knowing. She drops the dits yeah. all together and she becomes Darla and Buffy. And I was like, <laughs> there you are, Julie. I see She's you. She's so fucking good as Darla and Buffy, which is, I think, the problem because mm. I'm like all I see is like I see what oh, you could be. Oh, I see, I see. Because she's so because Darla's with it. Yeah. Darla's the oldest of the vampires that we meet aside from the master. So she's been around for fucking ever. Mm -hmm. She was dying of like some Puritan era STD. Mm. Yeah. And then was turned into a vampire and was like, yo, what's up? I'm going to like destroy the world. <laughs> like she was tight. Like, Julie Benz cannot hide her intelligence. She can't. Yeah. Amanda Seyfried in Mean Girls can't. Can. Can. Yes. Can. can. Very, and she's, very much Because she's, I don't think she's an idiot at all. No, I, no, I don't think so either. Anything else she's in, she's obviously with it. But she acts up a storm in Mean Girls. Yeah. Playing that dick. Dumb person. And Julie Benz was not pulling it off. Yeah. Can we talk about the coding on Fern? Oh, my goodness. So Fern... Is quite clearly madly, madly in, in love, love with Lizper, mm -hmm. and I, you know, this is one of those '90s things where it's like it's a joke that she would be into her, and it's like, so there's like a couple it's things in this movie where there's it some. is and it isn't. To me, it is. Well, it's not a joke. It's definitely played as freaky, which yeah. isn't cool. But it's not right. a well, joke. The, well, the joke. There I, are I think it's many jokey. jokes. There, I think it's jokey in the part where she's like staring at her like beauty marks and like, she's like, I saw so many constellations in her. That moment was Neck. so weird. So weird. And after every weird, like Microsoft paint illustration yeah. of that of the constellation and the weird, like sea monkey with yeah. the weird sound effects at the end. Yeah. It was just like, what am I watching? Yeah. Well, the whole deal with Fern is that, one time she dropped her binder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even though the four of them were passing, Liz actually stopped and helped her pick up her papers. Mm -hmm. And from that day on, Fern was clearly obsessed yes. with Liz, sat behind her in algebra, would just like gaze at the little moles on the back of Liz Purr's neck and imagine them as different shapes in a constellation of moles. And thought her hair was like sh so shiny and smelled like apples oh, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And she like tells all this to Pam Greer, who. Oh, Pam there's Greer. Pam, Pam, Pam Greer Pam is Greer's in this. this movie. She's the detective investigating the murder. Pam Greer is in this movie. This yeah. Tatiana Lee's in this movie. Yes. yes. Tatiana Lee does not. She's get barely any in it. <laughs> you know what? And I was she upset. But she owns her moments. Her all. No small she roles. Mm -hmm. she's only small budget only small budget <laughs> she is like whenever she's on camera she makes sure that she we makes know she's on mm -hmm. camera she's a pro she's a pro that's, she draws the eye yep. she does draw the eye yeah and i wanted more of her i did want yeah. more of her i wanted more of her and pam greer yep for sure um pam greer is kicking ass yeah do you want okay Vera so Cruz. i have a funny story about okay. pam greer in job break yes are you ready for yes, this story? yes 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 <laughs> we'll find out so pam greer goes to set yeah. Jawbreaker, and she's like, "Oh, I'm, I am one of the very few people of color in this movie." Yes, clearly, and there was no one there really to do her hair at all. Really, so she was like, she had this thing where she was like, "No one can touch my hair if they don't know how what to do with yes, it." Yes, yes. So what they did is that they got a wig, but Pam Greer was like, 
Mm-mm, this wig doesn't work. So she made them. She made them sew three wigs together. That is why to she has so much hair. That yes. <laughs> wig that you see in that movie. Wow. And that's a boss. Yeah. Good and for that her. is for her. a boss. Good for her. And she looks fantastic. She looks amazing. She looks I mean, that moment where she's interrogating oh the girls. Oh, my God. Come on. She, like, Love pulls that. a jawbreaker out and <sighs> bangs it on the it's, table. It's so loud. Good. It's so yeah. loud. And then she rolls it to them and she's like, you want to try? But she yeah. sucks on it first. And she's like, mm. yeah, She does lick it first, which is interesting. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> a choice. It's a choice. CH, strong CH. Strong CH choice. <laughs> Clonks it on the table and then rolls it towards them. Oh God. Yeah, uh, she needed. I couldn't believe when she didn't come back. I know. I know. After that last moment where she's like, "We found the guy." P.S. The guy is Marilyn Manson. Oh, we need to oh talk my about. God. Oh my 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 God. I almost puked oh nine <laughs> times. Pink. God, Disgusting. this movie could not be more 1999. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because they were like, we can't have Rose McGowan without Marilyn Manson. Oh it's 1999. Since they were together. But not the Marilyn Manson we all know and love. Like, no, you no, know, no. It is just no. normal. This is Marilyn not beautiful Manson. people. Which is disgusting. Which is What is his actual name? Oh, I don't know. It's very. Yeah. Jarring. When he was in the like t- in the title cards, we were like Marilyn Manson. Yeah. What? And then we forgot. And we forgot and about we it. Forgot. And mm-hmm. then we get to the bar scene. Yeah. Which Brian is- Hugh Warner. Okay. So Brian. Oh my. So Brian God. Warner. Brian shows H. Up. H. Warner. <laughs> Brian H. Warner. So, shows so up. what is the bar called again? It's like <laughs> Girl Talk. Girl Talk. This is it. Girl talk. A and bar named Girl Talk. A bar named Girl Talk. Strip club for sure. Yeah. But it's a bar. <laughs> and there's a line of men that are just sitting at the bar. Yeah. Rose McGowan walks in. But we think, we don't we see. think though, mm-hmm. well, that it's. We do and we don't. I thought it was a fantasy. We I thought saying. it was a fake story that she was telling her. Yeah. Uh huh. Because we know it's fake. Incorrect. It is real. Yes. Because. So she, a woman is walking by. Do, do, do. There's like <laughs> an older guy. There's like another guy. And then there's this weird Fucking looking dude. Freak. <laughs> freak? Yes. Yeah. The way he acts, not That's the way he would. looks. <laughs> he looks relatively normal. But he looks weird though. Like, well, he, he's got a weird, greasy mustache and his yeah. hair is I greasy know, and yeah. long. And also, the mustache is very obviously fake. Extremely <laughs> fake. It's like one of Pam Grimm's wigs. Yeah. <laughs> so fake. She was like, Did you take that from my wig? And he's like, Maybe. And she's like, I'll forgive it. Yeah. <laughs> so then he like, looks at the woman like does kiss kiss face and then and then starts just banging like crazy yeah from behind well no first he does a classic like oh. v with his fangs yes Ew, i forgot about that part. and the most insane suggestive <laughs> tongue <laughs> and this is already in a movie full of suggestive I've, there is cunnilingus emotion there's too much tongue there is a goth girl oh. doing <laughs> Too much. We gotta give her a name. We never find out what her movie. name is, right? I'm going to say. All right, let's all take a moment. Yes. Are we talking? And the then when name we're the ready, characters? the characters. No, the characters okay. Then when we're ready, we all say the name at the same time. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> but we check with each other to make sure we're ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Ready. One. One. Two. two three. three. Trash Roth. 
Okay, hold on. Okay, okay, wait. What did you say? What did you say? I said trash goth. <laughs> That's her name. <laughs> trash goth. That is what she would be in the they credits. Yeah, they don't oh, give her Oh, I was giving her an actual oh, name. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought we were doing a credited name. No, no. Trash goth. Oh, that trash way. goth is. I mean, I would be not at all surprised <laughs> if I looked it up so and that was how she was listed because that is what she's she is. honestly such a prominent part of that movie no, to my, then get trash goth as a credit. I would be like. Rude. <laughs> you didn't even name. I stuck my finger in a red egg for yeah. you. <laughs> Julie Ben had lines. <laughs> cracks an egg, and this is no. That's the first time we see. That's her. the first time we see her. her. First so Julie Ben's cracks an egg, and it was a fertilized egg. Yes. And this trash god <laughs> sitting across from her with like black, then blonde, then purple, purple, yeah. like lilac like li- purple yeah. hair. Goes ew, you got it. Not even ew. No, she's into it. Ooh, ooh, you got a stillborn, and then she pokes it with her index finger with Which her you long know that pointy was the nail. The director yeah. did not tell her to do that. No. That was all. I always love to know. <laughs> it's trash choice. That is a ch choice. <laughs> she also like like pokes it many times. Yeah, it's. What weird. were your guys' names for her? I said Ezra. Oh, that's really good. Oh, I Ezra. like that. I like what that was a lot. Rondola. <laughs> Rondola. <laughs> Rondola. I want to say that her name is Rondola Ezra. Yeah, Rondola Ezra for sure. And then parentheses, trash god. (laughs) Trash god. Where's her movie? (laughs) I know. Also, it's for what it's worth, guys, if you're not picturing her very well, her makeup looks like when people do the makeup to look like they're a Mm. cartoon character. (laughs) What's wrong? Is she dead? No, no, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that the first thing you go to, Kelly? Well, that that was a sad thing. What? What? Oh my God! What? 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 Lindsay's face. What? 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 Oh my God! What? What? Um. So her name that she's credited as, which now that I think about it, is kind of funny. Gothic girl. No. Gothic girl. Gothic girl. You're lying. Nope. She don't have a name. Nope. Damn. All right. Honestly, trash goth would have been better. Trash goth is way more accurate. Here is why I went. What? She is in both Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. What? I'm sorry? In Winter Soldier, she plays Strike Agent. And in Captain America Civil War, she plays voice of Zemo's wife, the villain. So when he calls his fucking voicemail, that's it's trash her goth. voice. It's trash, trash goth. Voice? <laughs> Are you... He, that's you nuts. know what trash goth would definitely marry Zemo, Zemo. for sure. Here's Absolutely. what I have to say. Wow, Team listeners, don't give up on your dreams. You can start out as trash goth, and you can become voice of Zemo's <laughs> wife. You can. She was in two Strike Marvel Agent. movies. She was in two she Marvel movies on camera and also behind right, the camera. That's, that's oh my gosh, I'm so shook. like so. Leave. Did somebody make a connection with her? on winter soldier as oh, strike agent and they're like you know, i would like to put you in this here's what again. i think like I think does she, she know the russo i think she knows the russo i think she knows the russo i think <laughs> or they're just like such big fans of her <laughs> work, work in jawbreaker that's she, the narrative that i want to create all right this yeah, actress's no, name is <laughs> Wait no! What? what, what you, is it Ezra? Is it Rosa Munda? That was such a genuine guy. You dropped your phone. What is it? 
Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. What is it? What is it? What? <laughs> What's her name? Wait, what's what is happened? it? Oh my God, guess her name. Wait. Ro- Ro- Rosamunda Ezra. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready for what's this? Her okay, name? what is it? Anne? Uh huh. Russo! <laughs> She's a Russo. Oh my god. This is crazier than the sixth sense. She's a Russo. She was a Russo the whole time. She was a Russo this whole time. This whole time. Oh my god. 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 She has to be married to Joe Russo. You think she's oh my fucking God. married to Joe I Russo? I think she's married no, to Joe Russo. I think she's like their cousin or something. Oh, yeah? You want to bet? Why is she on the red carpet with the Russo brothers? Because she's probably like, look at me with my cousins who got me on this movie. <laughs> no. She, you I know she's a third Russo that people don't you. talk you about. You think that you're married to one of the Russos? She is you, 100% married. And, no, and then you only get to be strike agent? I think she stopped ask, acting. And she married a fucking Russo. I can't believe that. I, I don't know. Oh, my God. What is her name? Anne Russo. A-N-N. We are Googling as fast as possible. That's so funny. Oh, my God. That blew my mind. <laughs> I can't believe she does not have a Wikipedia. Oh, Anne Russo. Wikipedia. Wife of Anthony Russo, baby. Seriously? Yep. Anne Russo is the wife of Anthony Russo and the sister-in-law of Joe Russo and Angela Russo Otstadt. 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 Yeah. What? She's married to Anthony Russo. She's Anthony Russo's wife. We're like, I bet she knows one of the Russo. Are you kidding me? Anthony Russo married Trash God. So guys, this is, you could. Fascinating. Because here's the thing, guys. Not only does she do the, the egg thing. Uh-huh. She's in it so much. She's in it a lot. Yeah. What was the other thing she does? She, she well, she does the fucking V cunnilingus move. Oh, I did not enjoy That's that. That's right. Yeah. I hate that whenever I see it. Yeah, I hate it too. There's also there's a lot of time I also hate happening. the like blowjob yeah. gesture. I am okay with the masturbation ejaculation mm, gesture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that has its place. Yeah. It yeah. describes so many things and I need it and I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> the um oh I was thinking of the uh forty seven year old man in that is their classmate. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who also does a tongue thing. Yes. Oh god. Which is There's very gross. too much that of guy. it. We need to talk about that, that guy and Big Stick. Big stick. Okay. Oh, big that Go scene. Whoa. Okay, so Kelly. Please yes. elaborate on this big stick. Scene. Okay, so um, Rose McGowan is like getting out a big stick, and she's like, uh, she's in a little nighty. She's in a they're in her weird bikini top <laughs> nighty, and they're in a weird bedroom. Which actually, I really love that bed. It is a green velvet I want bed. That bed. I want that bed. The matching velvety comforter, and it's like circular. And he's on it with her, and she. Is he's like, a jock. His name is Dane. He's a jock. He is also in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. As Percy. Yeah. Who's <gasps> Willow Willow helps yeah. him with his homework. Yeah. Willow helps him with his homework. She tutors him. Yep. So he's often playing a high school jock. 
<laughs> um, or was was I mean, he could still be uh, and uh, they're hooking up and she gets out this big stick and she's asks him to start sucking on it she's as like, in the popsicle yeah popsicle like the red ones with like red and orange and yellow on them. orange and yeah and she's like do you do you like this and like starts to kind of put it in his mouth and then she like jams it down his throat she jam he, she takes his, his head back of his and head and shoves, shoves it, it onto which, the big no stick. no no that is do not do. a violation. Violation. Do not do. Well, she is a sociopath. <laughs> She's a sociopath. She's a sociopath. She has killed. And then, so they they want to show a blowjob scene, but they can't show it. Right. So what they do is she goes down on him off camera and he is like almost coming while well, licking in a blowjobby way. Because what she says is, I think I forgot how. Can you show me on this big stick popsicle? So he does it on the big stick while getting blown and, and then, then she stops when he's about to come because the door bell rings or something because yeah. it's the police who are also as we noted while watching the same age as her yeah so like they show up and she's like oh hello hello my peers hello, all, yeah, hello, hello peers. <laughs> um we all graduated in 1993 yeah. but she also makes a very like homophobic joke yes yeah what is it again there's a couple of homophobic jokes there's like oh drama class three yeah. or four drama club yeah. oh yeah they like really think every person who acts is gay which is very funny because they're all actors <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean okay so this big stick scene yes is weird yes but yes i yes love that yes scene because yes you mm-hmm. see the inverse yeah. of that happen in so many movies uh-huh. where dude yeah. is sort of objectifying the the woman uh-huh. and like whatever and then we see rose mcgowan really playing Using sex as a weapon against this like jockey idiot, right? Yeah. And also, like, she's taking like super control position. She's mm-hmm. t- she's taken all the power away away from him, mm-hmm. and sort of, you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of essentially being like, I, my the narrative that it's in my mind. It's like so many dudes have done that to her. Mm-hmm. Shove their heads. It's like yeah, if her, you want yeah, it, pushers. you have to do it first. Exactly. It's so for her, it's like just so you know how it feels. For a woman mm-hmm. to go down on a guy, I want you to feel that too. And I thought it was like super empowered. I mean, I it thought it was super empowered. It says everything about the character. Yes. 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 And it just like, oh God, yeah, it made me respect. It's so weird. That and I so have never more. seen anything like and it in a movie. That's so much of this movie too, right? Which is like, when you hear about this movie, you can so easily write it off as fake Heathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But- it has so many things in it that I've never seen before or ever again. Yeah. And in Heather's, it's really all driven by JD. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's true. Dude. All of these women have agency. Well, Rose does. Well, yeah. We're seeing Rose and Violet a woman too, with like, Rose, Violet, Violet and then Violet, boring girl Violet sometimes. and and Marcy, aka Foxy. Foxy <laughs> is Marcy. Um, um are both just being controlled. Everybody's being controlled by Courtney. Yes. And so, and that's something we actually don't see a lot of in Heathers. No. We're mostly just seeing Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is Christian Slater incredibly troublesome? Yes. Is he incredibly hot? Yes. (laughs) Here's the problem. I don't find him hot. 
I think his face in is that very movie only. For okay, me. Mm, for me, mm-hmm. his face is really hard to look at, and I want to punch it. Mm. <laughs> like he just seems smarmy and gross to me. Yeah. I don't know why. Both in both any can other be movie, correct. Yes. yeah, no, and absolutely, and I respect your. <laughs> it's true. I respect that in Heather's that he looks hot, mm-hmm. and I because I get that completely agree with you in all of he's, he's smarmy hot. Media. Yeah, in that he's so like crazy. Yeah, and that's yeah. that thing where it's like the crazy person is in love with you yeah. and wants mm. nothing more than you and is obsessed with you. And in a fiction, you're like, that's so hot. And yes. in real life, you're like, get the fuck away from yes. me. Yes. No, I totally agree. I. It's Jareth. It's Julian. Yes. It's everybody. Yes. It's the same. I have said that I only like Tom Hardy when he's crazy and like maybe wearing a mask. So have you seen Wuthering Heights with Tom Hardy? No, I've not. What a shit. Really? Yeah. I bet it's hot. It's hot. (gasps) Cause he's hot as Mad Max. He's hot as Bane. Bane. (laughs) (laughs) He's hot as Venom. He's crazy wearing a mask. (laughs) Watch Wuthering Heights, no masks. Are you saying Wuthering Heights? Wuthering Heights. Wuthering Heights. Wuthering Heights? Wuthering Heights. Wuthering. I, I just like to withering or what keep height. it fluid because I don't really understand. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'll I, vary so that people never know if I'm saying <laughs> whichever. I, I love I love I love doing that when you're like uh, when, when you're like I'll just maybe say the in between and kind of height. slur it. Yeah. Have you seen Wuthering Heights? I, I think I have. I think I have. I've seen I've, one of those. I've tried to read <laughs> the book. Something like that. I do not enjoy the book. Oh, I hate the book. Uh, it's boring slash horrible. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's terrible. But it, I bet in the movie he could be hot. It's the particular adaptation that he is mm. in is very good. Mm. I'll have to see it. It's very like earthy and not heightened, not almost not even romantic. The relationship between him and Kathy is like so vital and Mm. it's good. Mm -hmm. Just really good. I liked it. Have I plugged this movie on this show yet? Um, Lizzie, it's on Shudder right now. No, I don't think so. You guys gotta no, watch. I haven't it. even heard of Lizzie. What is oh, Lizzie? Oh my it? God! Yes, it's a Lizzie yes, 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 yes. With Chloe, oh. Chloe Seveny, uh, yeah, with Chloe Seveny, and um, <laughs> Chloe Seveny, Chloe Seveny, and Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart. <gasps> what? Kristen yes. Stewart. Yes. Hmm. And no, don't. Don't worry about it. Chloe, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Chloe is Lizzie Borden, and uh, uh. Kristen Stewart is the Irish maid that like moved in to help the Bordens. The the way that they build their relationship is so good and yeah. you ship them so hard and it's so sweet. Like I was literally like grinning like an idiot really? during certain parts of their yes. Is this like post Lizzie Borden killing? No, it's before. Oh. So it's everything leading up to. And oh. then you know and then the aftermath and everything like sure, that. Sure. But like so it it like leads up to like why would Lizzie Borden have done this and like Ah. Yeah, but like it's interesting. Just... It's interesting to me that Chloe is playing Lizzie Borden because in my mind, the only every time I think of Lizzie Borden, I think of Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci, yeah, because she's my Lizzie Borden. She's you your know? Lizzie, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see I, another I really, interpretation of. I really liked it. Okay, and it's on Shutter, which on I Shutter. do have, and it's great. Give it a chance. Um, it there. I don't know. Like it's just like little things of them passing each other notes and like. 
Like, so it's like a romance? Yes, it's a romance. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Damn. But also to go back to the jawbreaker and then and it being like sort of like sort of a queer narrative in the sense of like yeah um fern uh and purr yes right i think that there are definitely queer undertones in this movie i do think fern does have an attraction to um purr purr for sure but i think they were like oh we can't add another like queer narrative to this this is like just a mean girl story Mm mm-hmm and they want to vilify all these people. I mean, like, because Violet doesn't end up looking that great either. No, she's not because she buys into the she buys into to it. the evil bullshit. Which honestly surprised me because then it felt like she was a mean girl but had a heart of gold. Yeah. And then she sac- like she totally threw that away. Yeah. And then the mean girl with the heart of gold turned out to be Re- Rebecca Gayhart. Rebecca Gayhart. Yeah, character. Julie. Yeah. So it's interesting to me in terms of the narrative structure of that because it yeah. is. It's not like Mean Girls where Mm-mm. Lindsay Lohan is always sort of nice. Wait, no. Is she always nice? No, no but she, then she turns. She turns. She turns mean. And then what happens in Mean Girls? <laughs> uh, she turns mean and then like her like ugly dump truck friends. like have to Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Back. Yes, 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 yes. Janice yeah. Ian and yeah. uh, uh, the other guy. Yeah, and the other uh, guy. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, for so there's no like loser friends. No, she didn't have any. She friends. didn't have any friends. Yeah, yeah. So for her, it's that exploration of like just really committing to just the nasty, and, and she's she, like over. She like out nasties. Yeah, Courtney Shane. Yeah, she does. Oof. And there, the peak of her nastiness is her thrashing and dancing <gasps> on top of her red car. To me, yeah, that is peak. John Waters. Yeah, I loved that. Where she's He's so confused, thrashing around and dancing, surrounded by teens who are just watching, watching her. her. Just and she has like a little boombox and she's playing music and like dancing. She's just like spinning her head around. Yeah, she's like laying like 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 Little Mermaid style. Also, did you not get whiffs of like Angeline in that? Oh, Do you know yeah. Angeline. Yes. Right? I was like, yes. she's driving that car. Mm-hmm. She yes. sort of is giving me Angeline she vibes. She has the, the yeah. hair. The, the hair, all exactly. Pink? All pink. Okay, so the, the blonde blonde is pink, who, who it don't know, full. Angeline oh, yes. is a <laughs> Los Angeles um, mainstay character. Yes. Who Mascot. just like is a Barbie and drives a pink Cadillac and bought all these billboards for herself. Corvette. Oh, I'm sorry. Pink Corvette. And bought all these billboards advertising herself and you can like rent a while where you can like drive with her what's the deal with Angelina? yeah you can well so i don't know if you can drive with her anymore because she has a driver now okay. she doesn't drive her car anymore i don't think drunk over here knocking my hands <laughs> over she does have you can take pictures with her and you should pay her if you yes. do yes um and she used to hang out outside of meltdown a lot yes do you remember that yes she goes by like she goes to like four or five different areas yeah um, she loves hollywood she loves well i mean that's where she like derives her powers from you know yes um but she was very famous in the 80s by like putting up a giant billboard of herself Mm -hmm. where and when no one knew anything about angeline at all they were like who is this like weird looking woman angeline yeah exactly that's all it was and she somehow afforded that and then became this huge sort of 
L.A. celebrity. She, yeah, specifically she's an LA, celebrity. L.A. celebrity. And then made cameos in all of these movies. Mm-hmm. Like she was on Earth Girls Are Easy, which is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time. And she she plays herself in it and it's fantastic. And now she's just sort of I mean, here's the thing. You can't ever see her face. Mm-mm. She has a fan. So when she takes yeah. pictures with you, she will cover her face. Yeah. And she wears huge glasses. And she wears huge glasses. So you don't really know what she looks like. Mm-hmm. It is. She's. Anyway, whatever. So she's like. She's truly a, a fixture. In she's a way. fixture. Yeah. If you're from Los Angeles and don't know who Angelina is, do your research. And you'll find well, out who Angelina is. I mean, I yeah. don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I feel like you'll do your, you'll do your, re- you'll get your research done by um, people that have just moved to LA. Yes. Being like, I'm so LA. I just took a picture with Angeline. Yeah. And you're like, you've lived here for two weeks. Yeah. I can tell. Whenever <laughs> we anyone, all have. Yeah, when, whenever people are like, I'm so LA, I just ate avocado toast. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so it's been two and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I just like, just as someone who's like lived here for my whole life, I'm just like, Okay. You poor babies. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> we've been a town of bullshit forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but in that scene where that's a really cool, I, I love that moment because that's where Courtney drags her to the bathroom yes. and slams her against so the mirror. Hard. The mirror and I think breaks. The mirror actually breaks. It does. We see it break. It's crazy, crazy that that happened. And it was, and then, you know, they have a huge like fight to be like, okay, who's going to be the head bitch or whatever. Yeah. And then the, uh, when, um, uh, when uh, Violet leaves, uh, it's gets Violet. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, that's right. Violet leaves. Um, Courtney gets so upset that she like clamps Foxy's she mouth. She angrily it's- clamps her mouth and walks away, which is something that like I you know you know when you're just like so mad and you just want to do something. Yeah, it's that, and you can see her do that where she's just so mad she just clamps her mouth and walks away. And I feel like that was a Rose McGowan. Capital C, capital H, voice. choice. Exactly. Because yeah. yeah. she didn't I would scream. like to know that. Yeah. She doesn't scream. She doesn't like go nuts. It's her only, it's a, one of the few times in the movie you see her like the character sort of like break yeah. and go yeah. nuts. But instead of doing it, she like aggressively. So, you know, there's like, so oh, there's, controlled. she's a psychopath. Yeah. Oh, she, she's yeah. capable of murder. Yes. And she also like, it just, it feels so organic. That moment yeah. feels so organic, unlike any other parts of the movie yeah. where she's on camera. Um, <laughs> where it feels so organic. And and the way she does it too is that she cups her mouth so hard that she actually smears lipstick. Julie Benz's lipstick and it looks like blood. So it's really interesting. Yeah. And I, like I said, I thought that she did like, like cut her cheek with a ring or something. Mm. something yeah. Or a nail. Um, but I think that was a yeah, point. It's yeah, such it's... an odd move. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like controlled anger. Mm-hmm. It's so good. She's and that so good. and Ju- Judy Greer shines in that scene too because mm-hmm. it's yes. like really the only time we get like a full glimpse of Violet in full bloom. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Um, and then yeah. we get the. We get to, we go to prom, which was hilarious. Oh my god! They were like, "We'll we'll be at prom," and all of us were like, "Prom, prom <laughs> like, was never talked about. It was just like, so random." That's another thing we kept saying is like, "What is time? Like, yeah. what? How long is has this the timing been of this? Yeah, because that was the thing. Oh, I was I was going to say something about the editing, and then I was like, I'll save it for the pod. Um, the editing is bizarre because it's like we'll see. There wasn't a clear arc of violet starting out 
and then becoming violet and then falling. Right. It was like interspersed throughout and it did feel like we were supposed to get, it's like there was buried inside of Jawbreaker, a, a story about a girl who accidentally gets killed by her friends and then the one friend goes crazy. Yeah. There's <laughs> another movie about Violet that gets chopped up and yeah. yes. shoved into it mm-hmm. because it doesn't, some of the scenes seem like Violet has been around forever. Some of the scenes feel like she just got there. Yes. And it doesn't make sense with the chronology. And so you can't really tell how much time goes by between when Liz dies and when prom happens Mm -hmm. so that even though Rose McGowan mentioned it once right that she was seeing Dane because she knew he would be prom king and she's like and why not when all of a sudden they're like well proms tonight we were like proms to what (laughs) yeah and then we were like prom committee has not there's no flyers at all. Like, what the hell is the team? Who'd you get? So then they they all go to prom. Meanwhile, the boring relationship story. We visit that again. Yeah. And she's like, I Do need you a- guys even know his name. No. No. With who? The drama guy. guy. Oh, Ethan irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. So irrelevant. <laughs> so she's like, I need to tell you something. All this stuff. And then he's like, <laughs> I need to tell you something. All the things. And then he's like, oh, wow. Okay, well, let's like get some evidence. And so she's like, oh, the Polaroid. <laughs> she dropped it when it's at her so birthday. Weird. They go to the diner where what I believe is months ago. I think. We think. Because like when they open, when they brought her to the diner to take her out for a birthday breakfast or whatever, and they opened the trunk and they saw that she was dead, they were all poised to take a Polaroid of right. her in the trunk. And so instead, it ended up being this Polaroid of the corpse of their friend. And the Polaroid just like fell and then and they drive away. So they go and look. Of course, they can't find it. But weirdly enough, it's like in the gutter. They just don't see it. <laughs> so then blah, blah, blah. They leave. Um, and she goes home and her mom's like, here's some stuff that belongs to uh, her, her. <laughs> that she wanted you to have. And then yeah. she's like looking, looking. She sees the card and it's the card that is recordable so she was holding the card while they were all arguing mm-hmm. uh, right after Per had been killed and it is Rose McGowan's voice going I killed the teen dream or the teen something dream like yeah so what it was me yeah so then she's like Ooh, get over it get over it and she's like oh yeah bonsai what do you say? Bullseye. What do you say when you... Bonsai. You say bonsai from now on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, bonsai. Bingo. Bingo. Bullseye. Bingo. Bullseye. Eureka. Uh, so anyway, bonsai. she says one of those things. And then she's like, I need you to go. We need to go to prom. So she gets fully dressed up for prom. Imme- like within seconds? So her, her new best friend, Fern, <laughs> and the guy that no one cares about yeah. <laughs> go to prom. She and Fern sit at a table guy no one cares about goes into some like interesting welding yeah because he's an actor and apparently knows everything about tech yeah that's real like and, like, like electronics yeah. welding yeah like like small like, scale what? electronics welding and, like into wires and wires shit. into a little birthday Y'all didn't card. know that in high school <laughs> it's like yeah i do think that was probably something in high school like some Tiny kind welding? of sh- shop right shop class that would shop. be in shop i feel like shop class you're making or like auto plaque. 
Just shut up. You're not yeah. welding a tiny card yeah. to a speaker system. Yeah. No, no, no. I definitely took birthday card welding. <laughs> so then he plays it um, during her prom acceptance speech because mm -hmm. guess what? Courtney wins prom queen. And then we get one of the most amazing oh my scenes god. Oh my god. I've it's ever so seen. Oh my god. It's brilliant. Perfect. I, it, what does it remind me of? There's some sort of similar like character floating at camera while a crowd is Bojack Horseman intro. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. <laughs> um, I was thinking like Sunset Boulevard. It, like I'm I ready for thinking, my close up. Yeah, Mr. I was thinking that too, but it's yeah. not quite like it's this. It's not quite, but it is like someone's so gone mad. Imagine a combo of uh, Norma Desmond in Sunset Boulevard and Bojack Horseman mm -hmm. in the opening of Bojack Horseman. <laughs> where and she's exactly P.S. Uh, support their unionization. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, they're all like, you bitch. And also the cat, like the crowd work is. Well, okay. Oh, so man. what happens is, so Rose McGowan goes in there and Courtney, she, she wins prom queen and she's decked out in to the nines. She looks actually pretty good. She looks amazing. She has like Grecian hair Grecian thing going hair, on. Yeah, there's like really well done. Sweetheart like, top, yeah. tube top thing. This was not my favorite of her outfits. I thought her hair looked really interesting and It good. was cool. It definitely was not the best. It was I, cool, I know exactly what her favorite. best outfit was. What? I can picture it right Which now. Which one is it? Which one? It's that like kitty cat purple Yeah. With the, with the capri. With the, with oh, the, with okay. the off the shoulder V. Yes. Yes, where she looks like uh, Greece, yes, but purple. Oh, oh yes, oh, that Betty is her Page. best look. Yes, Betty, Betty Page. 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 Yes, yes. Yeah. So she's there, and she's like saying, "Like, thank you so much." And then, like, guy whose name we don't remember because it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. He plays that the track, you know, the the confessional. Mm -hmm. And then what we see is a slow motion reaction shot of the audience, also slow motion verbal. <laughs> With someone going, that's her voice. It's like they're understanding it at the same time that we're like listening to it's, how yeah. slow everything is. Insane. And then they all turn on her. Someone throws a corsage at her and then she walks yeah. away. And then it, then that's they're the... all throwing flowers. They're all throwing, throwing corsages flowers. and boutonnieres at her. And we're seeing POV, like her POV at camera of people throwing flowers. We're seeing... Rose McGowan looking at camera as she's like basically floating through yeah. the crowd. And it's yeah. all done in slow motion. Mm -hmm. And she's like and her rubbing makeup off yeah, her. Yeah, and her it's hair is falling off. And also the way that down. she is like, she's, this is camp. High camp. Met Gala people. Yes. This, this someone is should camp. have <gasps> dressed as this. Oh yes. my Where gosh. she's just like, the way she's responding to having these flowers thrown at her. She's like so over the top. You know the scene in Twin Peaks where uh, Ray Wise has to identify his daughter? Yes, I know like, exactly what you yeah. <laughs> That <laughs> was it. Yeah. yeah. This was it. She like, is her being like, ah, and like melodrama. Such melodrama. But then the cherry at top oh, is it's Julie so with the Polaroid camera taking these beautiful pictures of her right at, the at her lowest mm -hmm. point. And that's. When the movie ends? Yeah. So she. Yeah. Well, she, we she, get a moment of Rose McGowan going, Julie. Oh, yeah. And then she makes one noise at the end. She looks at her. She goes, uh, 
right as the camera takes a picture of her. And it's, it's just a little perfect. Like, oh, it's perfect. so good. And then it ends on that. And then it ends on that. And it's and perfect. It, and it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. It's the so villain good. is punished at the I end. I want to put this on as incredible. I fall asleep tonight. It's so it's so good. Good. I am obsessed with Rose McGowan in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obsessed mm-hmm. with her delivery McGowan, of it's every line. It's so interesting. It's like you take a, I would say, I wish she mediocre were movie, but mm-hmm. then you take it's the like, right actor. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. But, yeah. But it's a fun movie because of the actor. Yes. It's fun because of the CH Oices in there. Yes. And the, you know? the uh, clothes. The clothes, and, the, and, and the I'm going to say one designer. thing. Yeah. I'm going to say one thing that we never even talked about, what? and I'm really embarrassed that we didn't talk about <gasps> was the dang soundtrack. Oh yeah, oh man, ten out of ten. Like soundtrack. oh, the Donnas, the Donnas, the Donnas prom. play at the prom. The, the actual Don- band, the Donnas, <laughs> plays remember at their the Donnas? prom. Yeah, Do you and remember we get, the Donnas, and we you get, guys were you alive in the '90s? We yeah. get a very low energy. Rock on. Oh my and God. And the Donna's as so, she's leaving the stage. But it's so funny. It's so funny. It's so perfect. It's she's just so like, brilliant. Like, eh. like, like oh, imagine that God. energy of this sound. Eh. They looked, they all looked so uncomfortable yes. being in that movie. They're like, okay, we're the band. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, like, guys. Why did we yeah. agree to this? And they're like, just so you know, like, we're just going to wear what we like to wear yeah, and not which is just our names costume on shirt. designer was Vicky Barrett Vicky Barrett you're doing God's Vicky work Vicky Barrett girl. Uh-huh. Yeah, at, it's so great as Vicky Brinkford Brin- what, Brinkard uh, Vicky what Barrett. other stuff has Vicky done uh, she is oh my gosh <gasps> oh, my god. oh my god oh my god well her what? most recent thing is costume assistant wardrobe mistress on Nashville Ooh. oh good for her but assistant co- to costume designer on The Wedding Singer. <gasps> really? Wow. Assistant costume designer on Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Shut up. What? Amazing. Stunning, yes. Set costumer on Leaving Las Vegas. <gasps> wow. And the... I'm just checking real quick. <gasps> okay. Set costumer on Clueless. Obviously, wow. okay. okay. And yes, prolific. Prolific. And then yes. costume designer okay. on Clueless, the TV show. Ooh, interesting. Yes. interesting. And costume designer on Jawbreaker. Oh my, interesting. Gosh. I mean, it's, great work. It's just so perfectly '90s in every single way. Also, we get the to me the most delicious slow mo walking on the hallway to that. Be- what is that song called? Oh. Well, Damn it! Is it Veruca Salt? That it's, one? No, but oh, okay. the intro is a Veruca Salt song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Imperial Teen. Imperial Death March. <laughs> Imperial Teen, yeah. You Who by Imperial mm-hmm. Teen, which to me was iconic. I remember watching that, and that to me was the moment that stuck out the most to me. That slow mo shot to You Who's Imperial Teen, like Imperial Teen's yeah. You Who. And just how cool they are, you know? They're so cool. And I think this set the tone for all the team moves, slow-mo walking. Yeah. Oh, mm. so and this good. movie is maybe peak. We are casting people at their peak physicality in yes. their 30s. Yes. To play yes. in their 30s. Like, their skin like, is not going to have any, no. like, remnants of acne. No. No, no, so no, no, no. So that no. you as a teen can feel completely terrible by yourself yes, when you watch it. As I said... This and things like it are the reason I felt inadequate as a teen is because they were casting with people in their mid-20s to 30s. 
as teenagers. And I was like, why don't I look like that? <laughs> also, although I still don't look like that. <laughs> I will say Violet looks, I like know that model. She, she, she looks like a model. Yeah. She looks like when Judy she's Greer is like fashion model, not, fashion yes. model, not like model, model. She's model. like runway. No, we're not model. talking about America's Next Top Model. Model. No. This yeah. is straight up we're Italian talking, Vogue model. We're talking alien descended from yes. space yeah. to wear clothes yes. on a runway model. She yes. looks amazing. Yep, stunning, it's crazy. Yep, I'm gonna read what according to somebody on. Spotify based on this playlist <laughs> is the um oh no wait I found it compilation okay so we've the the uh soundtrack is you who by Imperial Teen mm-hmm. as said I see by Letters to Cleo I mean, so ninety nine next to you by Edna Swap not familiar Ooh. don't call me babe by Shampoo yes Shampoo I remember bad shampoo. word for a good thing the frigs mm-hmm. stay in bed grandma. Flow by Transistor, She Bop by Howie Benno and Cruella DeVille. What? Water <laughs> Boy by Imperial Teen, yeah. Rock You Like a Hurricane, Scorpions. Okay. Rock and Roll Machine, The Donnas, Beat You Up, The Pristines, Trouble Shampoo. So go find this on wherever. Yeah. Listen to it you and will not experience be the 90s. It's really yeah, good. Seriously. Experience the late 90s. Yeah. Yes. If really you want to awesome. experience the early 90s, Soundtrack to Empire Records. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. Mm-hmm. That it. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. I really loved this movie. So good. You guys I have got to watch love it. Love. Yeah. This must watch it. Movie. I'm obsessed with her performance. You I'm will obsessed never with her performance. The guarantee is you will never see a movie quite like this. No. No. You've seen a hundred teen movies. You've seen a hundred like Mean Girl teen movies, mm-hmm. but never like this. And it's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And she it's, makes the movie. And mm-hmm. it's also like, you know, stylized teen movie that I really like. Because there are, are like stylized teen movies that I can't, I don't enjoy. Ooh, like? Well, Name. this is a, okay, I really hate Brick. I, uh-huh. <gasps> okay, I, I can, ouch. I, yeah, I know. It's, it's embarrassed. It <laughs> oh. embarrasses me to watch it. <gasps> yeah. I get like embarrassment for everybody involved in it. <gasps> really? Yeah. Yeah, I adore that movie. I'm sorry. I, I didn't like Last Jedi, but I love Break. Yeah, I mean, yikes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It. I just get very like, oh, God, I cannot continue to watch this I movie. I mean, Ghost of Jordan level, as my sister once called him. That's good. <laughs> and I have not been able to think of him any other way since. Is not compelling to me in that movie. Mm-hmm. But... The writing, I think, is so fun and so true to noir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the scene with the guy who's like the high school graduate, like mob boss guy, I just love. Mm-hmm. But personal opinion. Yeah. And the thing is, I love noir. I love postmodern noir. It's just something about Brick. I'm like, I, I, I wanted to like it. I really did. Sure. I just could I could Interesting. not. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think it was the fact that it was like high school that I was just like, but again, I was at a different point in my life then. I could have, that maybe oh. that was back when I was ENFJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. a P now. Maybe totally I would like it. Person mm-hmm. now, I could yeah. try it again. Maybe so I'll different. like it. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But I certainly wouldn't say that that movie is for everyone though. No. No, no. It, it's so stylized. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this, I fucking loved. It's so I loved good. this. It's so good and it's so weird. Yes. So weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like if you're in a mood to watch a sort of a by the numbers teen movie, but just like totally off, 
you watch Jawbreaker. You know yeah. what scene I really loved and I wished that they could have committed harder to? So when um, this they, they're playing voiceover, or they're playing in the announcement of she died, uh, she was found dead, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Of asphyxiation, which I don't know yes. why they said that. So weird that they said what yeah. she died. I mean, of. unheard of. <laughs> and there, uh, there's everybody in the hallway is like frozen. That's very cool. Yeah, and uh, boring girl is Julie. Yeah, Julie is walking down Noxima. Noxima is walking <laughs> down the hall. I do wish that they could have committed harder to it and not done the fades. I know, yeah. But I think but the yeah. fades were such a shot. 90s thing. It's yeah. like, you can't have a movie in the yeah. 90s and not have a fade. And I think also they... It did seem like it was going to be hard for her to pass yes. people. I think yeah. that, that it was probably too hard to also have those actors stay still the whole because time. Because there was a moment where I was like, oh, I can't wait to see how she passes this yes. person in yeah. particular because they were like down on their knees, head in their yes. hands, sobbing. Yes. And then sure enough, fade. fade. And yeah. I was like, oh... <laughs> Yeah, which I I actually like, would have. I get it, but I would have loved like a hereditary style. Like we're gonna commit to a yeah. long shot yeah. of this person. It would have been very cool, but whatever. Otherwise, perfect. You know, yeah, it's just so great. My God, yeah, really good. And honestly, it, I didn't think I I've seen it before. Why is it that now as, as I'm watching it, I'm like obsessed with it? I know. I, I saw really, it and I was like, this is incredible. But now watching it again, I'm like, this is every, this is truly everything. Well, I saw it as a teenager and I was like, this is fine. Or like I said, I was kind of snobby right. and I thought the cool thing to think was it's not like Heather's. Mm-hmm. It's not as badass as Heather's. <laughs> and watching it now, I'm just so blown away by Rose McGowan's weird ass I performance. So yeah. Perfect. It's fucking weird. It's so perfect. It is very weird. And it very is truly good. required viewing for yes. and every single person, but especially if you're a teen creep, mm-hmm. it is required. That's yes. what I was viewing. about to say. If you listen to this podcast, you have to watch you this movie watch and it. the craft. Yes. yes. And you have to read a select number of Christopher Pike. Oh my God. Otherwise you, guys you should put up a required, don't understand like, us. The, es- the teen <laughs> creep essential. Yeah. Like survival kit. Yeah. That'd be fun. Like we'll yeah. do movies, TV, like yeah. TV shows books mm-hmm. like all that stuff how to be a yes. teen in this genre yeah <laughs> yeah um well thank you so much for coming on the show oh my god i love having you on so fun what a treat. as always so much for do you have anything me. you would like to plug um you know i'm always doing stuff so i, I you know <laughs> i'm around um, i'm around but you can follow me on instagram and twitter to find out what i'm up to uh on twitter and instagram um uh, i am ozymo o-z-z-y-m-o and uh, yeah, just like follow me, add me. I love, I have like people who like talk to me because of this podcast. Really? Who, like just DM me and they're like, hey, you're cool. And I'm like, you're cool for listening to this podcast. That's so awesome. like, I thank oh, you I'm guys so for like getting, just connecting more of the, oh. all of all the, all the freaks together, which is yeah. great. Yeah. People should be huge fans of you. Oh, yeah, they nice. should do stuff at UCB and all over yeah. and elsewhere and TV yeah. and everything. So um, follow him. Follow him. Be a part of Oz's amazing Be a part world. Of um, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to him. Uh, also, if you are reading along with us, this one I would maybe suggest that you read because I've read it before and I know it's really good. Um, if you don't want to, that's fine. You don't have to. We're reading <laughs> The Dark Descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein by Kirsten White, and this author was actually introduced to us through our Patreon. Yeah, back before genre we episode. said no more YA. For yeah. outside genre, yeah, which actually I'm glad we got to read it because it's one of my favorite trilogies. Yeah, 
Um, she wrote And I Darken. Yeah. And then the, it's a whole series of um, uh, gender-swapped Va- Vlad the Impaler So it's story. Lada. Very cool. So it's, La- it's Lada the Impaler, uh, Mehmed the Conqueror, and mm-hmm. Radu the Beautiful. And she kind of wanted to dis- like discover what would push someone to be the impaler like what kind of fucked up life do you have to have to be somebody like that Mm. um and so it's just all about you know toxic relationships and like being fucked up by your parents and like all this stuff and Mm -hmm. also historical fiction which is awesome yeah yeah and she's i just like her a lot and she's writing um the new like slayer novel yes she she wrote slayer buffy novels she has a book coming out called the guinevere deception which i pre-ordered already because i can't wait to read it also, um, she's just fun on Twitter. She's fun on Twitter. <laughs> she's really cool. I'm a really huge fan of hers. Yeah. Uh, she replied to one of my tweets with, oh, oh. hi. And I was like, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we're doing Dark Descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein next. Uh, if with uh, Hector, great Hector, guest. Hector Navarro. Hector Navarro. Uh, my co-star from Our Nation, who is, he's really awesome. He's mm-hmm. the best. He's amazing. He's really I love cool. that guy. Um, so, uh, if you want to help our show, you can leave us a kindly review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you use. That's the thing that helps us the most. Mm-hmm. A couple can seconds a to short write a review, review but it, you could literally be very short. So much. It helps a lot. Follow our show on Instagram and Twitter at Teen Creeps Pod. Um, Follow us at Kelly Nuji, at Lindsay Ketai. Yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. Obviously, uh, that is a very helpful way to support them. That is the most immediately helpful <laughs> way to the support That's the most, like, eminently helpful way yes. to support us and the podcast. And we have some cool content for you guys up there. Um, and I think that's all the business for now. That's all the biz. Yeah. So thank you again to Oz. Thank you oh very God. much, Oz. We love you. And uh, Do you just want to walk across the hallway, like, in slow motion? Yeah, always. Okay, let's yeah. do that. We'll do okay. that. So we're going to go do that and you guys enjoy your night and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.